from the stoop. Welcome to the show. This is Tales from the Stoop. You might have already gathered that information because I'm considering recording a little song and I might have done that and I might have already played and it probably already said the name. So I guess if I didn't now, you know, but I probably did. This is a new podcast, episode one. You made it. Congratulations. And in this show, we will be, we, I will be just talking about some stories about my life, really going through some things that come to mind as I'm sitting here languishing away in quarantine land. So the first thing that really comes to mind is that I have been trying to write a song and I'm going to like present part of that to you. Don't get excited. I'm going to present part of that to you in a little bit, but first I wanted to really rewind the clock and, and examine a previous time in my life in which I tried to write music. And that would have been sometime back in high school. I was, it's probably February 2008 or 2009. And I remember seeing on Tumblr this post that said, hey, February is National Album Writing Month. I knew about November being National Novel Writing Month, but I wasn't, I didn't consider myself much of a writer back then, so I didn't ever really attempt that. But the music thing, you know, I sang in choir. I had aspirations of going to Juilliard on, you know, nothing but a prayer. And that just spoke to me. It spoke to me in a way that I just knew I had to try it. A kid without any instrument knowledge or ability and who had never written any songs or poems or anything really like that. It just, I just knew I was going to write an album in that month. Which, by the way, why is it February? Why are you going to make me undertake this monumental task and then slot it in February when I have the fewest days to complete it. That's another gripe for another time. But that's something I've always constantly thought about whenever I remember these these stories. But anyway, I remember I wrote lyrics down to one song and I don't remember much about it, but I do remember there was heavy heavy symbolism to like a ring and and marriage. And I just think it's hilarious that now what is this? 12 11 12 years later poor little 15, 16 year old Brian has to look forward to still not uh, being married or even having a prospect of being married. And also I don't even, I've never even written a song either. So that's super thrilling. I bet little Brian is just stoked on that. Um, anyway, I'm trying to write a song right now in current times again, and still I have no musical ability uh, instrument wise. And I've never written a song. The most I've done is I've like arranged songs for acapella groups, but that requires only a very basic level of music theory, uh, at least to produce the results that I produced. But 
hey, no time like the present to learn, right? I mean, quarantine, Fender was offering that program where you could sign up for their Fender Play course for three months for free. I think it's been about three months since I signed up and I haven't used it. So clearly I am invested in this process. I have one chord that I like a lot and it sounds like this. Yeah, so I don't know where to go with that chord. Um, I got it from, I learned, I know four other chords on guitar that I can play with, with any semblance of fluidity together. And one of those chords is very similar to that chord. It sounds like this. Compared to this, very similar. It's like one, it's just one, one string over on one, one of the fingers. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it's just close enough that conceivably for a novice like me, it's right there, but I played it incorrectly. And I was like, wow, I like that chord. So that's what I got. Um, I've written some lyrics that aren't good, but you know, maybe by the end of the year, I will have enough of an understanding of guitar and music theory and some chords and have enough calluses on the tips of my fingers to be able to play this song with shoddy lyrics. And if not, that's okay too. That was Adventures in Songwriting, a segment that wasn't a segment that I've just now titled. Now I'm going to pause for a little uh, break. When I become big, a big podcaster, this is where I put my my ad break, which would comprise about mm, 30% of the entire runtime of the podcast. But for now, we're going to play a game, and that game is called What Type of Chip Am I Eating? I've played this game with some of my friends, and now I'm going to play it with all of you. Okay, now that you've listened to a few seconds of me chewing, and I'm sure you very much enjoyed it, you have some time to guess. I can't hear you, so I'm guessing you probably got it wrong. I'll let you know in the next episode of Tales from the Stoop, this show, not a different show. Thank you for joining us for the What Chip Am I Eating part of the podcast. Now we're going to move back into stories, and I'm going to tell you guys about some of my personal plight that I've been experiencing at home the last couple weeks or so. About two weeks ago, I had a friend come over. He asked me to cut his hair. I'm not a barber, but I do have trimmers, and he just wanted it buzzed, so don't be too alarmed, but I did do it, and I did fine. He brought some food. We ate the food. This really does not set the scene in any way, except to tell you I had to throw away the food afterwards. I finished the food. We had to throw away the containers. And when I went to throw it away, I opened the trash and a wasp flew out or like a, 
I don't know how to describe it. It's a wasp. I know the technical name for it, but if I say it, you're going to be like, what the hell's that? It's a wasp with like a really thin body. It's called a mud dauber. One of those flew out. Allegedly, according to Wikipedia, they are not that aggressive, but they look menacing. And I was terrified. And it was now loose in my kitchen and I didn't know what to do. So my friend Alex and I, we devised a few plans to try to get rid of it, dispose of it. Involved using a vacuum, the suction tool in a vacuum. It involved throwing a sandal at it and having it land on the ground and then swatting it with another sandal. Sandals usually come in pairs, so that is helpful for that. Um, and then at one point, we just tried to smack it against the wall. Um, none of these things really worked out at all. And in fact, at one point, it got out of the kitchen and into the main living room of my place of living. And it nestled itself up on this window covering that covers this half circle window up high on the wall in my living room. And I was like, well, great. Now it's there and I'm, I can't go in my living room anymore. And I am just going to have to wait until it dies or I will lose sight of it. And I'm going to live in fear for the rest of my life. Instead, I realized that we had a really long duster tool. So I got that and it has like the telescoping arm action on it. So I made it go as long as possible. And I, I hit the, the screen, the little window cover and the wasp just kind of crawled behind the window cover. So he's like in between the window and the cover out of sight from me. And my friend was just like, well, he'll probably die back there. He probably can't get out. And I was like, cool. But I was still terrified. And so for the last week and a half, I've had my doors closed at all times, basically. Uh, I usually sleep with some kind of light on, but I've had the lights off because I assume, like other winged beasts, it's probably drawn to light. And I don't like that. So I've had all my lights off at all times. And let's see what else. That's That's it, really. It's been terrifying. At one point, I heard some buzzing outside my door, and I was terrified. I've been terrified the whole time, but I was especially terrified then. And then I think I saw it in my kitchen, but it's been about three or four days since the last time I saw it, maybe longer. So I'm beginning to think it's dead, although reports on Wikipedia say they could last up until a month or two without food. So maybe he's just hibernating. Who's to say? That's the whole story. I don't leave my room anymore because there's a wasp somewhere in the house. I hope you guys are able to leave your room. Thank you for listening. Tales from the Stoop was recorded before a live studio audience at the Nickelodeon Studios in Orlando, Florida.